So let's get straight into this conversation then. Um, the members of the Khoi and Sun communities have been threatening to go to the Equality Courts should all adverts they deem prejudicial continue to be published. They say this is prevalent in government departments and municipalities where the recruitment criteria is bias against them and favours black people. They've currently zoomed in on the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro saying that they've particularly noted this trend in the Economic Development, Tourism and Agriculture Directorate. Well, for more on this line, we were scheduled to be joined by Chief Jan Bekis, who is representing the Khoi and Sun communities. We seem to have been having a bit of difficulties in terms of getting him on the line. So as soon as he's available, we'll put him on the airwaves. Annette Lovemore is the MMC for Corporate Services at the Nelson Monday Bay Metro. Annette, good morning and thank you for your time today. Good morning. Thank you very much for the opportunity. What do you understand of the 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 complaint that is being brought forth uh, by 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 repre- by members of the Koi and Sun communities? Well, I understand it. I, I really do. Um, they are reading an advert, uh, many adverts, in fact. We've put out a lot recently. There are a number of critical vacancies that we're filling. And almost all of them indicate that we are looking for, it says African, it uh, means black African, um, and in most cases it says female. But it's, it's important, first of all, to, to realize that doesn't preclude application by anybody else. So without going into all of the, the technical details, anybody is at liberty to, to apply. The adverts do say that, that preference will be given to those candidates. But remember that preference is only given at the end of the recruitment process or, and selection process. So when I have determined that you and somebody else are similar in merit, um, similarly qualified, similar potential, whatever I'm, criteria I'm using, then I would look at my employment equity targets and I might decide to take you because you're a black person and not me because I'm a white person, whatever it might be. So everybody is at liberty to to apply. What I would say to, to Christian Martin and, um, and the, the group that he is representing is that his fight is in fact not with this metro. His fight must be with the national government and with the legislation that uh, that requires our employment equity plans to be as they are. And let me just give you some some figures. You're welcome to stop me if it, if it becomes just too much too much fact. But you know the legislation requires the employment employment equity act requires that any municipality, any entity, must employ to the best of their ability um, to a demographic that reflects what they call a regional demographic or the national demographic. Now, the regional demographic is provincial. You cannot employ according to your, for instance, us now in Nelson Mandela Bay. You have to employ for us now in the Eastern Cape. So, in the Eastern Cape, we have a demographic that says 10%, 10% of people in the Eastern Cape are colored. 82% are black. That's the economically active population of the Eastern Cape. In the Nelson Mandela Metro, we are currently employing one eight, eighteen 18% colored people. 
So if the, if the the demographic in the Eastern Cape says only 10% are um, coloured, we're employing almost 18% currently, there cannot be, in our Employment Equity Act, there cannot be any target set to increase the coloured uh, staff population. There can't be. When you look at the as black African, however, in the Eastern Cape, 82% of the economically active population in the Eastern Cape are black. We in our metro employ 70% black people. So there is where the discrepancy lies. We've got a 12% gap. And so that is the gap that we have to, by law, seek to close, which is the reason why our adverts are all saying preference will be given to African people. But now what is really important, and uh, I have raised this issue before with the Department of Labor, but it needs to be raised at a national level, ministerial level. And Christian Martin was a member of the provincial legislature. He knows, he knows the route to follow. In this metro, the population, the economically active population living in this, in Nelson Mandela Bay, we have approximately 22% colored people. I hate talking in terms of these groupings, but that's the way the Employment Equity Act is written. 22% um, colored people. It's double the, the provincial number. It is greater than what we employ currently. We currently employ 18%. In our metro, they are 22% are colored. So he has a point. I really and we really do hear his point. However, we are bound by the Employment Equity Act to to strive for and achieve certain targets. And those targets are not reflective of the metro's demographics. So so as I say, he has a point. Mm-hmm. There is, there is no reason for us to discriminate against colored people, and we wouldn't. Any person coming here would not be denied a job because they are colored. If they have the requisite merit, the requisite qualifications, they are fit for purpose for the job, they would never be denied a job. But it says preference will be given to African people, and this is why, because the Employment Equity Act, Employment Equity Act, demand it. Let me bring Christian Martin into this conversation. He yes, is a Khoi activist and he's actually the one that uh, brought this matter to light. Christian, yes. good morning. Good morning, ma'am. How are you? I'm well, thank you, sir. So y- you've heard the reasoning of um, the 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 um, the official, this is Annette, about why it is that the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro is taking this approach. Is that a satisfactory answer for you? Yes. Now, let me come in there. Um, uh, good morning, Annette. Um, good morning. I just, I just heard a few of the stuff um, because I'm on and off. The, what I, let me first say I sympathize with the situation of Annette and uh, Nelson Mandela Metro when it comes to the percentages and the national thing and all those type of things. Um, I sympathize with her on that. Mm-hmm. But I think also what she should read in, it's senseless for me when she referred to I was a former this and a former that. I'm now the person that brings up the challenge to the people in charge of the Nelson Mandela Metro. It's for them. If they have interest in the, uh, the, 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 the colored people and the koi and the sun in the metro to take it up with national. We know that the DA go to court for anything that shakes its tail. And this is one of the things that we feel that 
this government, a coalition government in the Nelson Mandela, must take up with whichever court to say that this thing is skewed, this thing is not right, mm-hmm. on behalf of the people of the Nelson Mandela Metro. Number two, quickly. You see, for me, when we say that there's this thing on the colored people that is 10% versus 22%, which is double, then I come back to the latter question. The Koi and Sun people are being recognized as the indigenous people, which make them South African. Mm-hmm. So I want to know if the Koi and Sun people, whilst we are dealing in a court, the DA is going to do that for us, on the colored issue, the Koi and the Sun, if they who recognize and identify themselves as such, apply for these posts as black African, will the DA then allow us to go through on black African? Because that is what and who we are. We're going to take a quick break and I'm going to give um, Annette an opportunity to respond. And Christian, a very important uh, issue that you're raising. They will also take a couple of calls. The number to use is 011-714-2006. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. So we're looking at the issue of what, or, or an issue rather, that has been described as prejudicial. This is in particular against the Koi and the Sun communities. It's over job advertisements coming out of the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro. The language that they're using there is, of course, saying that um, they're looking for black candidates and female candidates in particular. The Koi and Sun community are raising issues about this, saying that it is directly prejudicial against them. And they even talking about taking this matter to the Equality Court. Annette, uh, an important question from Christian Martin to you about how far you're willing to join them in this fight. If indeed you do agree with them that the way in which um, some of um, the the processes right now have been set up is prejudicial against them, especially because they identify as black South Africans. Yes, indeed. Black no, Africans. Look, Black Africans, apologies. Black, Black Africans, Africans, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. No, I did start off by saying that um, Christian Martin absolutely has a, um, has a point, um, that the, uh, the, the staff demographic in Nelson Mandela Bay does not reflect the population of Nelson Mandela Bay. So that in itself is, is a problem. And the, as I said, the current legislation doesn't allow us to do that. He, he talks specifically about the DA, and I, I, I'm going to address that, but remember that we are governing in coalition, so it's not just the DA that governs in Nelson Mandela That's Bay right. currently. But um, And the Democratic Alliance recently, last year, when it held its policy conference, actually took race out of its what is, what is, what is termed in the DA its economic justice uh, policy. So race... The DA does not see any longer as a uh, proxy for disadvantage. So, so race, the DA would not go to court to fight for an amended Employment Equity Act. What we actually believe is that the Employment Equity Act mm-hmm. should uh, should be scrapped. So, so let me just say that. So the DA won't uh, fight for the coloured people. That is what I hear now. That no, the no, DA won't no. go to court to fight for the coloured people because South Africa is racially built. We can't run away from that. If you look at the coloured people and the and the Koi and the Sun Black African people, we have been deprived, marginalised for twenty plus years. The DA should because 
They don't go into colored communities and tell colored communities these things. We're not on the race. And we, they come to the colored communities based that we are colored. And then they want our, vo- our voice and our votes based that we are colored. Helen Zealand said to the colored people, borrow, borrow your votes. And then you can give it back again. And now suddenly they go to policy things and then say that, no, we don't fight on basis on the race. We should correct this thing. It's racial in South Africa. This particular issue, yes, is absolutely racial. Um, but the, saying we lend us your votes was, was certainly said to everybody. It wasn't just said to colored people. But the colored people that borrow you their vote, it's colored. When you come to the northern areas of Port Elizabeth, when you go to Cape Town, you go to the colored areas. When you go into your caucuses, you're discussing how you're going to get the colored vote. You're going to discuss how you're going to get the black vote by putting, um, what is this former um, uh, uh, president or whatever you call him. You, you, you pointed him as an African black person to draw African black vote. Now suddenly, you're not interested now in race. This is in South Africa, it's about a race matter. We were created as colleagues by white people. 1950 through the Population Registration Act. We are still colored on the books of this country. It can never be that we are not considered when it comes to employment because now suddenly somebody had an enlightened moment and say, no, we don't fight race. South Africa is about race. The INC must also come on board because the INC in their strategy and tactics say the following, that all Ngunis and Koi and Sun are black African. They should have done this on behalf of the of the Koyan Sun people to fight this thing for us because their strategy and tactics are saying that Koi and Sun are black African. This is about race. All right. Christian, uh, thank you for that. Let me give Annette an opportunity to respond. Annette. Yes, it absolutely is about race. I don't um, necessarily want to go into all of the, the politics around it, but of course it's about race. It's the Employment Equity Act, which is all about um, legitimate, uh, supposedly, discrimination. So I understand that in, in the Christian's letter that he's, he's submitted to us and to the newspaper, and you've, you've obviously seen it, uh, he talks about unfair discrimination. But of yes. course, the Constitution allows for fair discrimination to redress the imbalances of the past. Right. And, um, and we obviously recognize that those imbalances still exist. As far as our policies are are concerned, I I would invite him to read the economic justice policy. It's a good policy, but it goes into things like ensuring, for instance, that schooling, education is equal for all. But what we're talking about here is, is our preference. Who do we employ? Who do we prefer to employ? So currently we are bound by legislation. If we do not submit a plan or submit a plan that is not acceptable to the Department of Labor, we as a metro face potentially jail time, in fact, um, for the city manager uh, or else substantial, I'm talking millions, I think Mm -hmm. it's 15 million rand um, that we we can be fined. So at the moment, we are constrained by legislation. uh, Annette, I'm going to I'm going to allow both you and Christian uh, to continue in a moment. Let me quickly go to Wellington in Bushbuck Ridge. Wellington, sure. good morning. Hello, Wellington. All right, we seem to have lost the line to uh, Wellington. I, I there. To so, Chris, Christian, please, go please. for it. Go for it. Yeah, you see, you see, the 16 million. I don't care about the 16 million in money. You know, to to come where we are today, mm-hmm. people have sacrificed and paid their lives. 
George Buta in my area. He have died for this thing. You know? So don't tell me about 16 million. You know, if you are willing in the Western Cape to go as far as to defy the feeling of the country to say that this um, vaccines... We must give it out as one um, whatever government the Western Cape come in. We defy them. I don't care about defying and what they're doing. But if they have all the power to do that, don't tell me about money, about your fines. We have died for, 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 for where we are today. So go to the court, pay your 16 million, appoint these people. That is all that we are asking. We don't want scraps from table. We are asking to be part of those that, that are sitting under the sun of this uh, South African, uh, what's his name? Please, I, when I speak this way, I'm not angry about anybody and anything. Annette, I know you, you know me. We're from the same metro. The point I'm making, man, political parties should stop abusing our people. And when it suits them, we are colored. And when it suits them, because there's now a new um, 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 niche in the, in the political market, it's the Koi and Sun. The DA in the National Assembly, I was personally there in the um, um, NCOP. They went against this thing of the act of the traditional Koi and Sun Leadership Act number three of 2019. They did not agree with it. They, they even did, they, the ESF and the DA walked out. Now, my point is that I'm trying to make, but come elections, suddenly somebody became a, a, a Koi and Sun but please don't take our people for granted. Give us jobs. Ma'am, our people are, are, are caught up in drugs. Our people are caught up in... We are killing each other. The, the, the femicide, gender-based violence. Go in your snitch. You'll find out in the northern areas of Port Elizabeth, as I'm speaking now, yesterday or the day before Monday, let to be correct, another woman was found on the bridge of Galvandale. We have the highest femicide, gender-based violence, you know? Christian, no, Christian yeah. j- j- just before I let you go, part of what um, your statement alludes to is the fact that you may be taking this matter up with the Equality Court. Are you going to be doing that? Ma'am, 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 let me put it to you this way. Mm. My, my little brother, my baby brother, ever saying is, yes, we have half of nothing. An Afrikaans say on the helfte van niks. We have half of nothing when it comes to resources, ma'am. Mm. But what, ca- what we can do is, is just to write to the Equality Court to take our plight. I even went as far as to this advocate's um, 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 board to take us pro bono and all. I, I phoned Dalian Porfu on Saturday. I phoned him myself. He didn't ask his phone because he's busy. Because that is my desperation, ma'am. It's my desperation to phone Darlene Povo and say, take this case up for us pro bono. And if George Bezos had to live, I, I would have phoned George Bezos to ask, please, you went to Zimbabwe for Morgan Shangurai, which is great. I respect that man very highly. But that is how far I would go. But we have the half of nothing mm. when it comes to resources. Was it next? 
All right. We're certainly going to keep tabs on the story. Christian Martin is a Khoi activist, and uh, we've also been speaking to Annette Lovemore, who is the MMC for Corporate Services at the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro. A very impassioned plea uh, from Christian Martin for uh, the Metro to be the ones that take this issue over employment equity in that particular area up with the national government to review some of the percentages and, um, you know, the the numbers that they need to get to and that they need to employ uh, along with the demographic, the local demographic there. It's just after 11 o'clock. Utile Saku is standing by.